the next segment we are about to get into, will be, which will be the rest of the conversation we have for tonight, um, is with the homie uh, right here. Christopher Strickland is in the building. And tonight we are introducing a segment called Black People Don't. Now, I want to preface uh, the segment before we just jump into talking to Christopher with a quick explanation of it. That way, if y'all feel like you align with this, you can jump in a DM, you can send us a tweet, you can talk to us wherever you uh, get your chop up information so you can be on here. This whole segment is about dispelling the myths about where black people are, where we can find them, what type of activities, what type of industries, what type of jobs they do. Just, you know, in a world where we see black people in certain places and spaces a whole lot more than we uh, see them in others. We just thought it'd be a good idea to go ahead and bring some black folk on the show so they can be like, hey, you know that thing you think is real white? Not when I'm around. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm out here in the, in the mix of that. And so uh, we have Christopher here. We're going to get into a couple different questions. We are going to take the opportunity to talk to him a little bit. I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Lee, uh, yeah. who I think is going to start with the first question. Hey, well, you know, Chris, before we jump into, I feel like, yo, 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 experiences in cycling, you feel me? For the folks that don't know, I'm talking about the bicycle. Like he's, he ride, he ride bikes, you feel me? But like, not like just, you know, I feel like we always make jokes about the only thing I know about cycling is the crackheads. You give a crackhead a bike, they'll be able to beat all them people in the, you feel me? I feel like we all heard the joke. We all heard the joke about crackheads going into like the French, whatever you call that thing, you feel me? And beating everybody, right? But before we jump into that, though, Chris, yeah, you know what I'm talking about, Toy. Shout out to you, Toy. You know what I'm talking about. Before we get into that, though, Chris, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, man? Um, about you know, I mean, where you from? Um, how you how you got into cycling? You feel me? And you know, just a little feng shui about yourself, man. Before we start getting into sure. the nitty gritty. Yeah. Um, one. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, I feel like I didn't say that the first time around, but thanks for having me. Um, yeah, my name's uh, Christopher Strickland. I live in the Bay Area. Um, I've been a cyclist since 2013, so eight years. Um, and yeah, man. I you know I. It is very white. Like it doesn't. It's not. It's not more blacker because I'm in it. You know what I mean? It's still. It's still a, a lot of white. But um, I think what people don't realize is that, <clears throat> like, people outside the sport, uh, you might appreciate this. Like the the previous national champion and the guy who has the most marketability in American professional cycling is this guy, Justin Williams, he's black. He, you know, he's three-time national champion mm -hmm. up until recently. Um, he runs literally the most successful, like, pro cycling team, American pro cycling team in the country. Uh, I'm a photographer as well, so I've, I've photographed his team winning races uh, many days in a row. Mm -hmm. um, and his brother, uh, Corey Williams, is probably the biggest talent on that team, aside from Justin Williams, who has all the national champions. Uh, there, there were cyclists before them, um, Rasan Bahadi um, before him, and and you go, you go all the way back to the heritage, and like you can go back to like Major Taylor. I think there was um, a really strong black cyclist in the '80s too, as well. Um, but there, there is actually a decent, um, a decent for what we're used to seeing in history, a decent amount of documentation of like black success in cycling um, and its influence. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean that's what that's what like I. I do, you know, I do cycling, but I'm also, I yeah, try but to, yeah, but what um, specifically brought you into cycling? So you said you started eight years ago. Like what happened mm -hmm. that made you be like, you know what? I'm going to try this cycling shit out. 
Oh, uh, so my my boy, he he went to uh, he went to Harris Stowe. Funny enough, he's not black, but he went to Harris Stowe um, out in Missouri, uh, and he came back and he was already riding a bike. I had moved back from across the country. Um, I moved back at the same time. He came back from school, uh, and he told me he was riding. We're all baseball teammates, so um, you know that was just my partner. So I I was just like, all right, like you know, mm -hmm. I bought a bike. Um, and yeah, for, that's how it was from there. And it's, it's just like all the, the other thing is like all, not all, but most black people have experience with bikes until it becomes like a, a competition, you know what I mean? But even then there's still mm -hmm. like black folks are very talented on bikes. It's not even a question. So um, I think it's obviously just a representation thing. But when I got back on, I was beelining. But when I got back on the bike, uh, it's the same thing as like when I was a kid, you know, like going down hills, going fast, like hey, you'll, if you haven't been on a bike in 10 years, you'll remember it, you know, like the second you get on it, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty good thing. Yeah, I was saying it's true. You guys got my name fucking spelled wrong on this shit. Who, who yeah, did this? Exactly. It's uh, like riding a bike. Strickland. Uh, thank you. What, come on, Toya. I know this is what you're doing. Christopher Strickland. No, 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 no. That's it. It's trying to be fancy. Good. This is what yeah, happens when you try to, to show off. <laughs> No, nah, it's it's a part of the game. It's a part of the game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Christopher, and I don't know if this is a good way. I definitely happy you caught that. We want to fix that ASAP. I want to segue though um, into because there's more opportunities for people to hear from Black cyclists, from cyclists in general, just to kind of get an idea about your world over in your podcast. But so much more than that. So real quick, drop the information people need to actually listen to you uh, in the same way that they listen to us right now. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I have a podcast called We Gotta Hang Out. You can find it everywhere. So it's on, I guess it's not on SoundCloud, but it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Podcasts and all the other major platforms, except for SoundCloud that you can get podcasts. Um, you can find it there. Um, we've got an Instagram at We Gotta Hang Out. Yeah. I hope that's right. It might be a podcast, but it'll pop up. Um, big logo with the face. Um, and then you know we got a hangout.com there's not much happening over there but i mean if you if you want to find a way to support and we got a patreon so you can find the links for that too if you guys want to slide over there um but yeah you know i mean that's that's where i'm at that's hey i gotta shout it out you actually uh, had me as a guest over there so i definitely um have started to listen to it and, and i i'm with the whole quarantine and working from home i don't get to do as much driving as I used to, so I don't really get a chance to throw on my podcast like I used to and just kind of roll it. But yours is definitely one, and sometimes in the workout, I'm like, let me go see what Christopher been talking about. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, Toya, you're one of my favorite guests. So I'm not saying that just because I'm on your show, um, but you're definitely one of my favorite guests. Uh, I, I, I send people like my new upcoming guests if I feel like I they should listen to the show. Your episode is always on there. Um, like, yeah, like, we, you know. we ain't got no sense because you'll be in the comments acting up. Then we get on the, the, the actual mic and start acting up, not to mention the conversation. It's just a good time. So I love that. If y'all didn't catch it, Christopher is a cyclist, uh, as well as a photographer, as well as a podcaster, and probably a whole bunch of other stuff. So we learn a lot. Multi talented, multifaceted. Come on, I'm black man. Like, come on, like come through. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing what I'm trying to do. You know, I can't be working. I got I got fired in the pandemic and, you know, like, I didn't get fired. I got laid off. But, um, but you know, like, this life, like, I really get to do what I want to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, working as a photographer, um, you know, my I don't know. My whole perspective has changed. I'm really liking it now. So like, this shit's too sweet. So I gotta keep working hard. But, you know, like I'm not trying to show off. I'm not trying to be 
somebody wearing a bunch of hats. I'm just trying not to go back to a nine to five. Absolutely. Hey. So you gotta, gotta make it. Gotta make your main thing. Your main thing. Yeah. Motivation, yeah. man. Yeah. 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 Plug. Uh, question on you. Plug. So this plug, is, plug. This, this is, is this is my thing. This is this is this is my whole shit. I don't know. Sounds upset. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Why in the hell your ass be? Out nah, here with no hair, feeling comfortable. Nah, 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 nah. It's the um, it's you know, my question is psych- cycling related. You feel me? Um, what what is the what's the what's the barrier? Like why why do niggas think that niggas don't cycle? Like why is it that you have like the Michael Jordan of the sport, the LeBron James of the sport? You feel me? Looking like us, and like when you said that, I'm like. Damn, for real, it's a nigga. It's I gotta a nigga that's I don't believe him. We said it. I gotta, I gotta Google it. I don't you know believe it. Yeah, what's the, yeah. What's the barrier though? Um, I mean, it's it's not a mystery. It's whiteness. Um, but and it's like across the board. But it's it's very specific though, because once again, it's not that it's not that black people don't cycle. Like I I see you know like groups like you know when you go out. I mean, most people don't run, but you know like if if you imagine like there's like a running club, the same thing as cycling club and. And I've seen plenty of like all black, you know, people out for a ride, you know, in groups of five, 10 or whatever. And if it's like nothing like crazy, like if it's just a homies, if you can get five to 10 homies to ride bikes, yeah, that's actually a big group, like for like a homie ride. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and I see that all the time. I think the barriers happen in, in like very specific places, right? So like Justin, Justin broke through that barrier, but you just didn't see black cyclists. Like you put like, Whoever's coming in second place right now in cycling is a big deal. And if that person's black, like they have to be like an even bigger deal to be first, you know. In 2021, that might be a little less accurate, but it hasn't been that long that cycling is still not even close to better or like even moving in the right direction. But just imagine, you know, like I don't know, fuck the money up. I ain't really been paying attention no more to that to the the sport. After yeah, we got called out for being a fraud. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then you see, you see, um, you see all these cyclists like these, uh, what they call like uh, twelve o'clock boys or whatever they're called, and they just do wheelies down the street, and everybody thinks that shit's tight, but they don't ever, no one ever puts any any love on them. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. no one ever puts them in a magazine. No one puts it. Like cycling tries to make, tries to maintain the sport to be super white, at least in the most recent history. There are some like like publications, and there are some brands and industry or not industries, but like some brands that are trying to do things the right way and try to get like show as much love as they possibly can, but it's not that much. And for the most part, because the sport relies on like a European fan base, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, like American cycling is a appendix to European cycling. So yeah, sure. American can make strides, but if, if Europeans are only paying white people, it still don't really matter. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, like, sure. Yeah, go ahead. And it's like being like dope as fuck in the D league. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Yeah. Get the shine in the D league. But like, you know, if you come over here, we're not going to put no money behind you, you know? So, you know, there's, there's all sorts of ways that they create barriers and discouragement. Um, just not making people feel welcome in that space to be successful. Dude. The, so Justin Williams brother, he got in a tiff with the guy who works for the organ, like the national organization of cycling. So like, if you were to go race your bike tomorrow, you would have to get a license through USAC. And so the uh, uh, employee of USAC, he's a trainer, um, got in a tiff 
with Corey Williams, who is a state champion, multiple multiple times state champion, has rode on the national level, and like previously, and he got in like a Twitter beef with with the a guy who works for USAC, and it's like, dude, USAC, you guys can't be talking shit to your own riders like this, like you know what I mean, in a very disrespectful way, uh, you know, like things like that are barriers. It's like you know they're not really cycling so, is not ever really fucking with black I mean, folks. Much. We we you know don't live in a vacuum. You aren't the first black person to cycle or see the disparity. Sure, right. are, there, are there um like organizations or in, in certain cities that you are aware of where a black Viking presence is there? Like is there are there places where there are attempts to get black people riding and doing stuff like that that you know about? Every metro city, I think, is like that at this point. Like it's like the big metro cities. So not like necessarily everywhere, but like there's definitely black folks riding bikes, like and getting people to ride bikes in Oakland, San Francisco, you know, all of the excuse me, all of the Bay Area. Um, I know there's um some people I, I don't know if this is a official bike shop, but they're called North Star. Um it's like North Star Cycling. Uh and they're out of the Seattle area, I'm pretty sure. And they, they're all black, you know, like they do, you know, they make some good initiatives. Mm-hmm. Um, there's groups called the Black Foxes, which is you'll more see them on social media, but they are spread out throughout the country. But they themselves organize rides of like people of color and blackness. You know what I mean? Like there's there's people doing, you know, good things. And and then there's there's a lot of non-black people. I always like to see like what a city is like when non-black people are getting involved too, just to get like a you know like a temperature check on like what the community is doing because you get really got to know who you're aligning. Yeah, you got to know who you're aligning yourself with because some people some people are like harmless, but they still like they be slowing the process down. You know, exactly. like they be you know what I mean. And so you got to know who you're messing with. So it's it's, it's good to see. Um, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of opportunity for black folks to find community in cycling for sure. Shout out to Els. Thanks so much for sharing the stream, even though you got a piece out. Definitely happy that you popped in here while you were here. New Eric Kang was good with you. Uh, it's great to see you up in the building, playing it safe and all the things. We, you know, had a great conversation <laughs> last week. So happy that you're back with us doing all those beautiful things. Um, question for you, Christopher. Um, I want to know, like, what are some just common myths or misconceptions that you run into from Black people or just people in general who are just like cycling? Leave it over there because this thing or that thing. What is just pe- something people? And when she don't says understand. leave it over there, cycling's white. Leave it with the white. What are <laughs> the what are the misconceptions? Or boring, or boring, or for a certain body type, or you know what I'm saying? Like just any litany of things that you just like actually know. Here's the facts. Right. I mean, definitely the body type thing. I think is like a misconception for maybe some some cyclists you know sorry yeah like a certain group of cyclists but like yeah all body types ride bike you know i mean this is probably going the opposite direction but it like people swear you can't ride a bike because you're black you know what i mean which is kind of crazy like if you show up to if you show up to you know a group ride oh yeah man like not not because they think like oh he's gonna just like fall over but more like is like does this guy know how to ride a bike you know and being in the bay area is probably one of the most elite like cycling, you know, areas in the country. Um, and so, you know, you show up. I lived in Long stuff. Beach. I don't know. It's a, when it comes to being on the bike in Long Beach. Yeah, that one turned into a whole, <laughs> I forgot. He turned into a whole cyclist. He was uh, there. Uh, has, has a lot too. I, I will say like SoCal would be like if, because we have Marin County, um, people say 
NorCal is the best for riding, but LA actually has, you know, like the like some of the best cyclists, at least at volume. But um, but we definitely have the best riding though. Um, but yeah, even Justin Williams from down there. But anyways, like people just assume you can't ride a bike. I mean, I've had many people like quiz me on my bike as if I stole it. You know what I mean? I had to do, do that in uh, in San Francisco at a coffee shop one time, and I was just like, bro, like what like what is up with these random questions? Like. <laughs> Go ahead, Dom. I, I feel like you was about oh, to nah. say something. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah, um, I was about to say nothing. I was just laughing. Oh, okay. You good. Yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, you know, shit like that. Yeah, you know, just saying, a regular Ask you random questions like what? Like what type of bike you got? Yeah, like so this dude this dude uh, pulled up on me at the coffee shop, and he, he was like, nice bike, you know, whatever, whatever. And then he started asking me, like, really specific questions about how the bike works, you know? But... And I and I was his his, his vibe was just different, you know, like it's just a little different. So after after he's asking me all these stupid ass questions, he goes, "Yeah," he's like, um, "Because I have that same bike." And I was just like, "So why are you asking me these dumbass questions? Then? Like, you know how this bike yeah, works, no, you know? No. You know what I mean? Like you, no, no, like, no, you take me on shit. Yeah, and so you know stuff like that you have to deal mm-hmm. with. Um, that happened to me in Long Beach. He he actually didn't ask me how the bike worked. It was a dude who just got out of jail, and I was at a Jack in the Box. No bullshit, like he and I see him just like looking at it and like moving it, and I'm just like, "Yo!" So I go outside of the Jack in the Box. I'm like, "Yo, what's good? What you doing with my bike, bro? You feel me? Because because I listen. It's a it was a it was a chrome, uh, man. What they call it when they ain't got the brakes on it? We don't really oh, uh, fixie. It was a chrome fixie. Yes, like I'm talking about. It was clean too. And Long Beach different. Like they, they got a whole part of the street that they dedicate to riding. You feel me? Like, and you gotta abide by the laws. Like, so I was vibing when I first got out here to California. Dude pushing and pulling on my bike. Man, he just like, yo, out of nowhere, he just said, Yo, this is my bike. I was like, yeah. You got robbed. Hell no, I ain't get robbed. Shit. Oh, this this story don't end like that, goddammit. <laughs> it ain't no it ain't no sob story. I, I, ain't let the, I wouldn't let him take my bike. <laughs> uh, I told him straight up, like, listen, bro, listen. I listen, I was understanding and I was sympathetic because the nigga just got out of jail. He said people took stuff from his mama house and all this other type of shit. He was like, his bike got stolen while he was in jail, and it looked just like this and all this other shit. I'm like, listen. I'm like, listen, I feel for you, sir. And I hope you find your bike. This ain't it, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, not this one. So, you know, after after some pride, I was I was ready to be like, hey, I ain't about to let you take my bike, so we're going to have to do what we got to do. But, you know what I mean, Calm, like cooler heads prevailed, and, and he moved around. But, yeah, man, California, when it comes to bike, when it comes to bike stealing, it's the fucking bike the capital of the world in this motherfucker. I'm telling I you. believe it. I, I believe mean, it. They, they like to break in the cars up in the Bay, though. So if you yeah. lose your bike up here, you lose your car up there. You just got to take your yeah. Uh, my Okay. This is going to might be an obvious question. But one of the reasons I stopped riding bikes, right, is that I'm a short person. I'm a smaller person, and I stopped growing a very long time ago. It was not in the cards for me any longer. I've given up. At, I, about 28, I said it's fine. Um, <laughs> sh- short people. Do you often see shorter people? Is it a, is this a game for the 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 vertically challenged, or is that just Absolutely. not my that bar Absolutely. started? And I was just like, my feet aren't on the ground anymore. I don't want to participate. So 
So help me out. Nah, uh, yeah, actually, it, it's. I feel like shorter folks uh, have the advantage most of the time. At least if you're going uphill. Uh, but yeah, you know, all, all, all in all, I think shorter people have a slighter advantage. They're faster usually because they're lower. It's all aerodynamics. Mm. So you know, you know, the the lower you are to the ground, the the easier things can come to you. It's not, you know, you still gotta have some skills. Actually, the other thing people don't know about cycling is it's actually like a pretty, it's not the most skillful sport, but if you're going 50 miles an hour, you gotta know how to turn your bike, you know? Um, and so, you know, it, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, I'm, going, I'm going into a wall. If I'm going 50 miles far, it's very common. It's very common. Well, go, going downhill. Going downhill. You're, you're about I'm good. I'm walking down the hill. Yeah, going downhill. Look, see, this is why <laughs> this is why we think black people don't do it. What George is doing right now, talking about, I ain't going downhill. No but, but you know what? Um, it, it, I remember I heard Lil Duval say this a long time ago. He's like, we got to stop saying that, though. You know what I mean? Like, because, it, and then I, you know, I'm obviously like number one jokes, but like, yeah, a lot of reasons that I don't didn't do anything, or hell, a lot of reasons I didn't even want to be smart, even though I was in gate, you know, because like black people aren't smart, black people don't do that, black people don't ride bikes, black people don't ride horses, black people don't fly planes, you know, like and you'd be hella shot when you when you find that shit out, like when you actually see somebody, like uh, my sister was in the navy, and she we had a family member come over and uh, she was like a pilot, you know, for the navy or whatever. It was like goddamn, like and I, I mean. I was fortunate to be around enough people like that in my life and my family, but it's just so funny how you just hear so many times like, oh, black people don't do this. So yeah, yeah, like there's not a lot of black people in cycling, but even if it doesn't um, appeal to you right now, I didn't think I was gonna be a cyclist, you know what I mean? But even if, though it doesn't appeal to you right now, like I try to tell my son, you know, I don't, I try not to tell him like people don't do this, just anything, I don't care what it is, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. like somebody does it or else you wouldn't even have thought about it, you know what I mean? Somebody's gotta do it. Hang on, I do. I tell my son, "Hey, we don't we don't act like that in public." Yeah. <laughs> our, hey, our kids don't do this. That, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, certain things we don't. Certain things we don't do. <laughs> nah, you're, you're a new parent. There's all sorts of violence that goes through your head when you're a new parent like that, man. I've been there. <laughs> when you're when you got like a uh, less than one year old, you're like, yeah, we don't do this because something's gonna happen. <laughs> but. This is a good question from Shed in the comments before I move on. Like you just mentioned yeah. your son. Is that something, a passion that he is into, that he's interested in, something that you've been able to connect with him? Or is that just like, that's the last thing and, and he has other stuff he's into? If you don't mind. You know, no, that's a, that's a great question. I, I, I'm not that parent, you know, I played baseball for 17 years and like people always ask like, oh, is he gonna play baseball? Is he gonna play baseball? It's like, if he wants to, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and with cycling, I've, I've taken the same approach. Like if he wants to do it, like he has a bike, we, we did a thing for Specialized and uh, he got a bike out of it. And um, so he has a bike and he likes to ride with me the few times that we have. Um, but I think I should make it more of a thing, just like as a parent thing. I, I, I really think like, like especially cause I co-parent, you know, like the time I spend has gotta be a little more valuable, you know, cause mm -hmm. we don't, you know, it's just harder. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I think it will be a thing. It's not one right now, but I think it's important to do anything, you know, whatever. I don't know. I think the black father thing, like that conversation is a little antiquated because I know people with like good black dads, but I will say uh, the last thing you want is like for your kids to be influenced, like, and they like feel like they're like statistic or something like that. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like your influence, even though, if, even if you're there, you know what I mean? 
so there's a, there's always like something that you gotta do with your kids to you know absolutely okay i want to jump on we got two more questions really kind of two to three more questions before we jump and slide out of this i want to ask you christopher so you're talking to us me and dominique are 30 somethings you know on the lower end but still whatever you somewhere no, in the no, I'm, on, I'm on the low end i'm only 36 so i'm not exactly. exactly so we all on the low end but uh i got a different calendar i got a different calendar <laughs> <laughs> and, but but people of a certain age, right, might be like, ah, oh, cycling is, you know, of my youth. I'm 30-something, 25, 26, however old you are. Um, where do I start if I'm at this stage in my life and you, Christopher Strickland, have inspired me, Creed on Instagram, has now uh, empowered me to go get into this cycling thing? Where do you think I need to start putting my connections together? What should I do? Uh, I mean, so the first thing you should do is just like, you know, ask yourself like what type of riding you want to do or what, what do you want to get out of the bike if you don't even know the riding or whatever. Um, and get on anything inspiring, man. Like I, I think, I think the, the biggest thing is getting a bike that you want to ride, you know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. get into an activity that you want to do, but um, get into a bike that you want to ride and know what you use it for. Uh, this, it's plenty fine to be like, I want a bike that I can just commute on, but I want it because I want to be, I want to have that experience of being on a bike. You know, you're still a cyclist if you do that. Um, I can go get me a mongoose from Walmart. Like, what's it? That's my vibe. Like, that's, that's. I mean, what, okay, so would I tell you to do that? No. But, uh, but it could, is that totally acceptable? Yeah. You know, okay. like, like if, if you wanted, if you were talking about my specific space and, and road cycling, the the same things still apply. You know, know what type of riding you want to do. You know, if you want to get on like a two wheel nice bike, if you will, um, know what type of riding you want to do. If you want to be on the dirt, if you want to be on only on the road, or if you want to be able to go up and down mountains. So that's the shout first out to thing everybody with those beach cruisers. Shout and out to everybody with those beach cruisers. Yeah, taking a power room, <laughs> riding the bike hella slow, almost making a crash. Yeah, shout out to y'all. Um, y'all be having to, they be having to deal with them in San Fernando. They be having the beach cruisers on there. Only on the bridge. Only on the bridge. On the bridge. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, I was about to say, I, I know they ain't out there in the, in the nah, day just with really. beach cruises like that. Nah, but but nah. that but see that that's what make it annoying though. Like the fact, like, why are you out here with a beach cruiser? Though? For people who don't have cycling literacy, beach cruisers are bigger bikes. Like describe what makes them uniquely different, or I guess more troublesome than other bikes. Other types. No, they they're just, they're just bikes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like the wheels are like that. Like you know, what I'm saying like that fat. Type okay, gotcha. Gotcha. So you know to get through the sand, to ride through. The, you know what I mean? Understood. Yeah, to get through. Yeah, a little bit of sand. But um, yeah, to to jump back to what you were, what I was explaining is, know what you want to know what type of bike you want to be on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like what type of terrain you want to be on if you don't know the bike? Because there's different there's different categories in each like main category, right? So um, know that, but don't think that you have to spend a, a bunch of money. Cycling is expensive. Um, road cycling probably the most expensive maybe mountain biking like downhill mountain biking might be a little more expensive but um yeah be willing to spend some money but don't think you have to get the latest and greatest right away you know you can get something cheap and like affordable don't try to because bikes will break the bank as much i've sold a twenty four thousand dollar bike so you don't need that like you know 24k so, yeah so yeah, it's a nice that, that is a vehicle that's, a, that's definitely that's a, a nice whole, vehicle that's a whole ass whip yeah, yeah that's whole I mean, I definitely, 
I remember I asked you specifically because I was interested in it. My biggest fear about riding a bike out here, because I'm from Kansas City, I'm from, you know, the, the city streets, but they're not this city. They're not like out here. I'm afraid of getting hit. I'm afraid of, so like I've been putting it off and kind of being real nervous about it because I feel like if I buy a bike, I'm going to just ride in a circle around my neighborhood. I'm not really, I'm too scared to go take a voyage, um, but that's just me and my insecurities. But I remember you telling me that um, my price range could be about two something, you know, and yeah, if this yeah, get, yeah, for sure. Well, and that's you know reasonable a reasonable investment yeah. for something that I want that's quality. I don't want to tear it up. Yeah. I don't want it to tear up on me. I want to maybe get a warranty, a part of something. You know what I'm saying? All of those things. Mm-hmm. That sounds completely you know within a realm of reasonability. So I appreciated that guidance a lot with you being able to kind of let me know my entry point if I just want to sneak in there. Um, as yeah, a, yeah. Uh, plug last question. Or, or you you had a question? Or no, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have a uh, well. I, I actually didn't. Have, I did have a question. Um, in terms of like resources, like, and cause I, and, and cause I know you were talking about like, like finding like riding groups, like, you know what I'm saying? With black people, that type of shit. Like if motherfuckers just like, fuck it. I want to, I want to ride with some niggas and like, what are, like, how, like how, I mean, like, how do you, like, what, how do you go about that? Like, is it Facebook groups? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how would you like, how, like, cause that, that seemed like the most obvious, but like in terms of you developing like the people that you ride with and who you feel because do you ride with black people uh yeah i do i don't ride i don't ride with that many being in the bay and i'm not i i'm not contradicting what i'm saying the times that i ride are not at times that you see a lot of black people out and i'm not saying that in like a funny way but like the the, the you're you riding at like two o'clock in the morning no no, no. <laughs> so like the time like, why people get caught with serial killers because <laughs> Um, the, the I shout out that, to Lena. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Good. Go ahead, um, no, no, you're good. Uh, the time that uh, I ride is like morning to middle of the day, like right when people have just gone to work. Sometimes I ride earlier than that um, to get out. Um, but I ride between then and noon. And at noon, like my chances of riding with any group is low. I just know the one group that's mm-hmm. there. So like I can't say like use my riding schedule and that'll help you make friends. It won't. Um, but, uh, but on weekends, like they always have this thing called weekend warriors. I think that applies to a lot of different things, but like, you know, like the weekend warriors are always out and that's not a group. That's like, just a term, you know, I don't want people to get confused. Um, you get it in on the weekend. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, you can always find groups like in the Bay area, you can always find groups. Just go to like, if you're in Palo Alto, you go up to like Woodside, there's usually what you can do is go on Facebook, if, like for all these markets that I don't know, you can always go on Facebook and just type in like cycling group, that city. Um, but like I said, if you are near a metro area or like the nicer suburb area or like a coffee shop um, of a metro area, you probably have cycling. I mean, there's, I, I can't really think of too many places in the United States that would not have a good cycling group if you're within, 50 miles of a metro area, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and they're, they're not all gonna be like California, but like I've, I've seen cy- like big cycling groups in towns that have less than 10,000 people. So, you know what I mean? Like they're, they are everywhere. To find black folks, uh, social media is probably a better friend. Um, you know, like you, if you wanna find specifically black folks, um, use well, social like, media. 
some, is there some like some biker slang that we should know about? Like some hashtags we should be throwing out there? Like, let me get on Instagram and find bike life or like cycle of life like, or something. Like, what hashtag like? head. What, uh, what would you? You could, honestly, it sounds lame. You could probably just do hashtag cycling and get a decent hit. I don't. The cyclists aren't that cool. Like they, I mean, they're they're goofy. But no, they're, no, no, you know, you, but point. you could probably just put the cycling in there and get yeah, pretty much everything that you're gonna run into, and then like, park it from there. You feel me? Right. Uh, well, imagine mm -hmm. if um, like you typed in like hashtag Jordans, right? You wouldn't know where to start. You know, it's it's not that bad if you do hashtag cycling. It's a lot. You know, you will get a lot, but I think you can you can kind of filter it pretty quickly. Um, if you just do hashtag seconds, you do stupid stuff like outside is free. That's like, that used to be like old, like hashtag. You'll find like cool outside people. Outside is free. That's, yeah. like, that's, um, that's what them outdoorsy motherfuckers, like get outside. Yeah, air. exactly. Like oh. little hippie guys doing like acid before they ride bikes, you know, those, those yeah. types of things. Microdosing, microdosing. My, my, yes, my, specifically microdosing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, okay, real quick, I know. I want you to jump in there and um, holler at us. How do you get to $24,000 bike? How does that happen? Is that is it parts? Is it so, titanium? So that's a, pure titanium. He, he is, he is almost correct. It's not pure titanium, but yes, it's a titanium bike. Uh, that, that's the first start, but it's it's uh. It's not the how, which is relatively easy, but it's the mindset of, I need the best of the best of the best of the best of the best. Mm -hmm. You can always, I mean, bikes do have a finite amount of parts, but if you get the best of every single thing, cause there's always third party builders that make it better than the OEM builder, right? So like they can do, they can make it even more expensive. So like a part that would cost a normal person $20 could cost you $1,500 on a bike if you just wanted that custom, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's just like this mindset of always wanting the best of every single thing, even if it, you're not really benefiting from it. But these guys are building toys, you know, $24,000 bike. I mean, you're, you make a lot of money, like a lot of money, you know? So, so like, and it exists in a market just like any, it sounds like just like anything else. Like you get to set the value for it and tell people, this is what my labor yeah. and the parts or whatever, this is what I'm a car with. Or just like yeah. any hobby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. any yeah. hobby. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the same yeah. as any yeah. hobby. Which is cool though. I mean, people get really nerdy about it. Even though the guys who can't spend that money, they know how to get to that number. You know what I mean? And it's, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a, if you are a detail oriented person, cycling is like really bad for you because you'll just go nuts. You know, I mean, it's fun though, you know, but uh, it's it's for- what's the, most, what's the most expensive chain you've seen? Bike chain. Chain? Uh, oh, a Dura-Ace chain is 275, I think. So uh, uh, probably a Campy chain or a ceramic speed chain, which probably be five or $700. For a bike chain. And we just yeah. talk about the thing and make it go. Make it yeah, just the thing that just to spin it, yeah, just to keep your wheels turning. So like you know, you keep playing around like that, you're gonna get some expensive stuff. I'm saying uh, if I get if, if that if that chain pop one time, I'm losing my shit. I'm not that. If that chain pop one time, I'm losing my shit. I, it won't. Picking something else. Give me some skates or something. We're gonna try a new set of wheels, honey. I'm done. Right. Roll but don't get, yeah, don't <laughs> don't let that be the first place you shop is a place selling like a you know, so twenty four thousand, that's a custom bike. You don't get that anywhere. You can't walk into a bike shop and ask for that. But mm. um but any like regular nice looking bike shop that looks clean, because bike shops don't ever look clean, 
Um, but if you walk into one of those, they probably have like a $13,000 bike for you. Um, but it's not about the price though. Like, I, th I mean, it is, that's a barrier that can be like sticker shock, but like, I don't want it to make it be about price because like, I don't want black folks to think that they can't spend money either. Cause that's also a problem too, right? You black folks like trick ourselves into like, oh, you can't, you can't spend money like that. Like, yeah, you can do, do what you can afford, you know? Poverty saving like a little Yeah, 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 exactly. So like, yeah, I just, I, I don't want to make people think that they can't do one thing or another, but once again, it's just a mindset of, of you know, how you get there. Well, we can go ahead and call it um, with this last little component of the conversation. We just want to do a little five Q with you. I got five questions I'm gonna ask you right. real quick. Um, the answers can be uh, semi-elaborate. They don't have to be too detailed, but definitely get in there and give us the content you want. We're just gonna do rapid fire five questions. Are you prepared for question number five? Oh, question number five, are you counting down? I'm counting down. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't have short answers, by the way. Go ahead, hit me, I'm ready. I didn't mean short, short. I just meant, you know, I'm gonna ask you some more so we can keep it going to the yeah. next one. Question number five is, uh, these can be totted, they can be scalloped, they can be au gratin, they can be uh, shoestring, sure. they can be waffle cut, they can be- Waffle fries, or fries, french fries. Twice. They are different forms or styles of potato. Christopher, my question to you is, what is the best way to consume a potato? Oh, I thought this was like, like, where you like trying to answer the question. question. Like, what was it called? Pyramid? I was not asking. I like my fries like light, uh, like I'm gross like this, but like I feel like if I'm if we're talking fries, they have to be like kind of soft. Like I'm okay with crispy on the outside, but like very slightly crispy, because um, I, otherwise it's just a potato chip, and I, I I didn't order that, you know. So like like a medium cook, like I get my animal style fries lightly. Okay. Cooked. I was going to ask you about that question. My follow-up, my sub-point to that question. This is for my Californians and for my people who plan to visit. But also, if you text us in the building, y'all know something about this, too. Are mm -hmm. In-N-Out fries good? Yes or no? Why? Are they good? That's yeah. not even a question. Of course they're good. They're, oh animal style, animal style yeah. fries are good. Animal uh, style fries. You lost me. Uh, you lost uh, me. They, they put well, burger. That's what he's talking about over there. He's talking about some water. Water burger. <laughs> No, no see, like, all right, so get off get off the show. No. Mercy me no. <laughs> Question number four. Question number four. Uh, what is something, you know, we've been in some perilous times here, some uncertain times during this here pandemic, but it's been a time of self-discovery for a lot of people. What is one thing you have learned about yourself during the pandemic? Like something you've learned about yourself. <laughs> Damn, that's a that's a great question. I don't have a um I don't know if I have a like a, a thing that I can just say, but I can just describe, like I I was just telling my buddy this is like, when I worked, I, so learn a little bit more about me, I worked in retail for a decade before the pandemic. So I worked luxury retail um, mm. and I didn't think that was like the only thing I could do, but like, I was like, oh, this is basically like me. Like, I, you know, I'll do this job or I'll do some other nine to five and like, cool, whatever. And if you told me, like I was already making photographs like while I was working, you know, retail and all that, but I always did it on the side. So if you told me, regardless of the pandemic, oh, you know, eight months from now, you're going to not work here at all. And you're going to just shoot photography freelance. Like, I'd be like, I can't do that. Like, I don't know how to do that. I'm too scared mm -hmm. to do that, whatever. So now that I've been shooting, you know, freelance for the last year and a half, um, and I don't plan on going, you know, I don't plan on going back um, the other direction. I think the thing that like, I feel like it's 
like the lesson or whatever is just like not tell, like not limiting myself with like my own thoughts, you know, like not not making myself think that this is as good as I can be. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, that's that's probably like the thing. But that's like I have to explain all that to to get you there. I dig it. I dig it. Question number three. My question number three for you is, um, you know, I've been seeing this meme around like somebody. I think the 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 tweet is like, what did you want to be when you growing up? Somebody was like, I do not dream of labor or like, what do you want to be or something like that? People are like, I do not. I never, I've never dreamt of labor. But I want to ask you anyway, what did you want to be okay. as a child growing up? What was your, what were your aspirations? What did you want to grow into? Who did you want to be as a young Christopher? Like as, as a job? As a job. What, what is the thing you would do all day if you were a child? Oh man. Well, cause I was going to say like, I went through the natural boy thing. It's like, I can't say cop anymore. Cause like, I'm not fucking with that, you know? Um, but I, I did all the, I went through that whole cycle, cop, astronaut, all that. But what really stuck though is, like I said, I played baseball for a long time. Uh, so the thing that I really wanted to be was a baseball player. Um, mm. And uh, and it's funny, these aren't things I necessarily dreamt of being, but I like really, really accept is uh, I'm following in my great grandfather's shoes, uh, which is kind of cool. So I applied for a government job to work on a train um, and COVID happened. So who knows? But my great grandfather worked on like he worked on the railroad and he collected trains, which was super cool. Uh, and then uh, but he also was the first full time uh, black radio host in the country in Memphis, uh, like one of the first in the country, but uh, definitely the first in Memphis. Uh, so he's like in the Smithsonian and shit. Uh, and I have my own uh, podcast. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of mm -hmm. cool that like I, these are things that I want to continue to pursue, you know, regardless, cause I'm like, oh, it's, it's gotta happen for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. yeah they clearly, I mean, all these things kind of have roots. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, question number two. What was my question? I had it, I had it, I had it, I had it. I had it. Yes, um, I want you to tell us about something. It can be something big to you, small to us, small to us, big to you, whatever, something, major minor but when was the last time you were proud of yourself and why when was the last time oh. you were like hey christopher you did that shit all right three shit, bro. we we about to be like going like a dark place or something i don't know if i <laughs> have an answer for that one Come on, uh, no, it could be no. something no 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 uh let, let me there, there are a couple of things i think the i think the the one thing it kind of pertains to what i have just explained you know um a little bit but I will say to to top like or to add on to that, I guess is just being able to do what I do um, and you know trying to figure out like what your purpose is is uh, and, and not to get like philosophical, but like this is gonna be something that everybody does who cares about themselves, you know mm -hmm. that is gonna be like really that's gonna be like the thing, you know what I mean. I don't think I've even come close to doing that, but at least I feel like the things that I'm doing actually are guiding me in that direction. Whereas like my previous life, uh, pre-pandemic, I wasn't gonna be a bad person, but I don't. I couldn't say that I was like working in the direction of being the person I wanted to be. You know, mm -hmm. does that make sense? You know, so yeah. now I feel like I'm, I'm uh, at least heading in that direction, which is cool, you know? And like, I, I have some faith and, you know, so. I mean, I'm always reminded of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? When you kind of get your safety and security figured out, you have your basic needs, food, water, shelter figured out, you have, you know, employment, you have sense of self, you are valued to other people around you, you really are trying to reach for self-actualization, 
right? Which is that right, 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 right. I think all of us are kind of at a stage. If I I can speak for myself, I know the plug is on a similar journey where we're just trying to be the best versions and the versions of ourselves that we feel great about and excited about. Yeah. Um. As as we are extensions of ourselves in a bunch of other ways, you know what I'm saying? Mm, Yeah. I definitely rock with that. Um. I think that was question number two. Does that mean we're at question number one? Yeah. Question number one. My last question for you. Christopher Strickland. What was my AOL name? I'm gonna use the whole thing. I, I call George Lee George Lee. It's a it's a vibe. Um uh, if because we've talked about the many talents, the many hats that you wear, the many things that you do and have done, right? Luxury brand associate worker at a place where they do money things, cycling, yeah. photography, podcasting, all these things. If time, money, capacity was not an issue. What is something new you would like to learn or be taught? If if uh, time and money, if none of those things were a barrier for you, what's something new you would add to your repertoire? Great question. That is a great question. I do what I can. Um, damn, I. What would be one? I. I'm all about um, like the self discovery thing, not like self help books, like you know, like white and not like you know taking a headshot in the kitchen or some shit like that. But like <laughs> some, some uh, like I really have been digging, like kind of figuring out like my own, uh, I don't wanna say just trauma, it's not all bad, like where my habits come from and like the stuff that's like associated with like your family dynamic. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I'm digging into that, but I think it would be very like valuable to kind of understand some other part of myself that I might not even be able to tap into without being alleviated from some so many other stresses, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Got correction. Yeah, because dude, I swear, man. Like when you when you try to not try to, but like if you start to understand yourself, then you can understand other people a little bit better. Like you have a little more empathy, you know what I mean? Because people mm-hmm. really be acting like I don't be tripping about shit. It's like nah. Sometimes I do be tripping about shit, but like I understand that if it has, if it doesn't have to do with me then like that person's going through some stuff. And that also allows me to be like a better friend. You know what I mean? So like, you know, like you can really help somebody out if you, if you know, if if they, if that person can sense that you know how to tap into them, you know what I mean? I'm very like about my friends. Like people are like, oh, like all you do is like hang out with your friends. Like, but like, I don't know my friends, that's how I'm wired. Like, so I like to be able to connect with, you know, people I care about, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Learn yourself. Knowledge yourself is something that a lot of us don't get. And you think you really people slap people feeling walking around thinking they know themselves. And we don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like yeah. I met my roommate used this phrase, uh, my old roommate. When she I met her, she was like uh a few couple years older than me. So they already lived a little like a little bit of life more than I had, moved from Oklahoma, was moving to this to, to SoCal. And you know, one of the phrases she uses, I've lived three or four lives at this point. You know what I'm saying? When she was just saying, I was, you know, that phrase always captivates me because it, it makes you wonder like what what mechanism has this person used to like truncate this chapter? Like this chapter is over this version. Okay, she's done this version. Okay, he's done, yeah, all right. Yeah. This is the new like it just and you wanna kind of without being nosy, like tell me about the first one. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. That's that's what it sounds like in a lot of ways that you know you want the opportunity to explore how all of those people have have informed the person that we've had the chance to talk to today. And so yeah, for sure, for I sure. love that. Answer. I love that answer. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap up uh, this section of Black People Don't, the first inaugural segment of Black People Don't here on the Chop Up. It's been amazing the having. 
the first. Uh, we got another one already lined up too. But we've had a great person open it. Go ahead and kick open the door for us. Uh, and photographer, cyclist, podcaster, Christopher Strickland. Y'all make sure y'all check out the We Got to Hang Out podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can go to the Instagram uh, page and get all the information you need. See what some of the past episodes have been about. You can go listen to the Toy G episode. But you know, it's it's definitely it's been amazing having you, Christopher. Uh any parting words you want to leave with the people before we turn it over to the plug and then we get up out of here. No, man, I, I just appreciate you guys having me, man. It's, it's, it's honestly a dream. I respect you guys. I mean, uh, the way I I don't I guess they don't know, but like the way I found you guys is um, you know, podcast in general uh was uh definitely needed. It came at the right time in my life, and it's like I think you guys are like the best show. Like I I I have some other friends that do some really good things, um, but you guys are way up there. You know what I mean? Like you guys have great conversation. Like I be nodding my head. I don't really give a shit what like a lot of other people are saying, but I give a shit what you guys say. You know what I mean? So that's love. That's what you call love, right there. But yeah, man. Hey, and, and you know it's always it's always dope to hear that. You feel me? Because you know we do well, we do what we do because it's regular to us. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just. All we did was take, you know, what we already did and then just export it out to the world so other people could join in these conversations. So, you know what I mean? Knowing that people fucking with it, it make it all worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Um, but just like y'all said, y'all can find Chris at the We Got To Hang Out podcast. Check that shit out. Watch the episode with Toya. She know how to act when she go to other places. So I know how she be acting a fool over here. She acted like she had some sense on Chris shit. Very so proper. So if, Very proper. So if y'all wanna, you know what I'm saying? If y'all wanna see her act like she know how to do some things, uh, check her out on the We Got To Hang Out podcast. Y'all know where y'all can find us at the Chop Up Show on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, the at the Chop Up uh, Show Pod. At the Chop Up Pod. Let me listen. Twitter. Don't send people to that. Where? What is that on? What is Twitter. Where is the Twitter? It's the Twitter. I'm trying to get it right. Map bus directions to your shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long it's, ass. It's, it's the chop up pod. Chop up pod. The chop up show. Chop up show pod. It's the it's the the part because like on the regular on everything else is the chop up show and then on, mm-hmm. on yeah, Twitter it's the chop up show pod. True. You know Instagram, it's the chop up show. When you find us or look for us, if you when you Google us, like Christopher said, just the Chop Up Show, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Blog Talk Radio, wherever you plug it in, the Chop Up Show, just type it in, get connected with us. Yeah, I see the consciously. Um, he was going. He was fading fast. <laughs> he was fading. Yeah, he left. Fast. <laughs> that's what, that's what George did. He didn't say bye. He said, "I'm out." I don't know what happened to my friend. But nah, was, we had to, we uh, you know, he we had to put him in the back just because he wasn't he wasn't making it. He was trying, and so we had to put him in the back just because he wasn't making it. He was trying very hard, and we appreciate the effort. Well, if we missed him tonight, or since we missed him tonight, I want y'all to make sure y'all check him out on Wednesday night. Conscious conversations, nine p.m. Central, nine p.m. Central. Make sure y'all jump on the consciously. Uh, Instagram, the Consciously on TikTok. He's going to be talking about it in public, so you can get all the information you need. But go check out Conscious Conversations this Wednesday night. It'll be on YouTube. It'll yep. be on YouTube. YouTube. Wednesday. On YouTube. Um, 
if y'all feel good, I feel good. It's big love to y'all. It's big love to Christopher. It's big love to the plug. Yeah. It's big love to the Chop Up Nation. Uh, we're about to slide out, but don't be rude on our way out. Tell us good night. Good night to everybody in the chat. Good night to everybody in the comments. Good big night, love. Plug. Send us out how you sent us in, brother. Well, y'all know we got to close out the show the same that we start the show. Let's get me, my guys, we really lie. Lord, forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in the console. Keep the semi when I ride.